Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everyone loves happy hour. And no one makes an hour happier than actress, comedian, author, host, and self-proclaimed hat girl, Dee Dee Sorvino who each show serves up an hour of good times and great conversation. Food, culture, fashion, current events, history, or just good gossip. Grab a cocktail and take a seat as Dee Dee shares stories, talks with friends, and makes you wish you could keep the bar tab open all night. Where there's a party, there's Dee Dee, and you are invited. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Drinks with Dee Dee. Here's your host, Dee Dee Sorvino. Hello, 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 everyone. Boy, we want to welcome you to Drinks with Didi today because it's going to be really something. We're going into the ring with an iconic widow, an iconic star, and a story that needs to be told. I'm so excited to have our star guest. Uh, Her name is Trisha Morrison, and she is the rock star widow of Tommy, and I know it's the Duke too, but I like Tommy Gunn Morrison, if that's okay. And he was a champ, fighter, movie star, and I'm just so thrilled to have you, Trisha, and, and the gang is too. And I uh, just want to welcome the drinks with Dee Dee. I have electric lemonade. I was just in the mood for it, and because uh, I got all hot and sweaty thinking about this show, all excited. <laughs> so I was in the mood for Tito's. And lemonade, calling that electric lemonade. So welcome, my dear. All right. Well, thank you very much. I um, actually have brought my water bottle with me. <laughs> so. Well, they always um, have water so in the ring. The liquor's later. That's okay. No problem. And in fact, you know, our <laughs> weirdly, and oddly, yeah. and a coincidence is our Uh-oh. star guest last I hope week. The internet's not going to let us down. Had water as well. Oh, Stephanie's got what is up, folks? <laughs> Does anyone have liquor? Anybody? I would. I would, but I've got to get my car to the shop. Yeah, well, so, we don't want you drinking. So, okay, no, so Kurt, what, what do you have? I'm actually breaking from tradition today, and I'm having Moscato on okay. the sweet white wine rather than the Baileys. Very nice. Yeah, because I want lighter too, because even though it's fall, it's yeah. warm. I mean, I'm in California. It's always a little warmer, but today it just feels so warm. It feels like summer. So, uh, and then, so Kurt is in Indiana, Trisha. Stephanie is, where are you, Stephanie? Uh, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And Okay, Pennsylvania, but I didn't know your city. Michael? I'm in uh, Grass Valley, California. Yeah, you're, California. In, you're in the Gold Rush area. Drinking Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve. Gotta Down love it. And we always talk about the drinks, Trisha, because it is drinks with Dee Dee. We, we, we like to talk about liquor for a short time, and then we get into get into the meat of it. But uh, we've got my dear friend, Carmen. She's She was in California. Now she's in Texas, and I think she's going to end up back in California. Yeah, in, Rock, in Rockwell, Texas right now, but maybe not for long. So we'll see. And when is your drink of choice today? So I have... Uh, Luce 
flavored sparkling water with a little bit of tequila. Okay, I'm confused. Mm. What was that? Nom nom. <laughs> it sounded like leaf flavored, like a like a leaf. I know that's not right. Leachy. Yeah, Le yeah. Oh, that sounds horrific. Is that a fruit? Is it a fruit? I'm sorry it's I asked. It's a fruit. I thought, yeah, it's one of those exotic This fruits. is the saddest group of drinkers I think we've ever had. No offense, Trisha. It's okay. You can drink whatever you want. But water, water, lychee water, and Moscato's okay. And thank goodness we got a little hard liquor here next to me. Thank you, Michael. I can always count on you to come through with the hard liquor. You guys smell that through the microphone? <laughs> um, yes, actually, I do. Trisha, AA hates the show, so... <laughs> But we love you, and we are so happy that you're here. And I'm just going to let you start talking. And guys, just jump in. Uh, you know, our, our group is, is a, it's just a great group, very smart, inquisitive, and kind-hearted. And we like to have fun. And I have to tell you, actually, before you get into your story, I love Tommy Gunn. I, I love the Rocky movies. I love Rocky Five, And I thought Tommy Gunn, Morrison, was so adorable. And just, you couldn't take your eyes off of him. And it's like, wow, he's a real fighter. And all these other boxers admired him. And he was the up and coming, the big star. He was the favorite. And then, you know, stuff happened. So why don't you tell us about it? Right, Diddy. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. It is a story that needs to get told, and uh, the true story needs to get told. So, you know, it's, it's hard when you're doing stuff on your own, and I do call for help for anybody that can get this out. People will call you, me crazy. They'll ignore me. Um, you know, they want the facts, and I have the facts. The facts have now gone through the court of law, and one by one, people are now starting to, to look at me and go, my goodness, she's, she's got all this evidence. And, you know, the story that's currently out there is not everything um, that's really supposed to be. It's not accurate. It's not truthful. And so I'm bringing you the true story of Tommy Morrison today. So of Trisha, exactly what happened to Trisha, him. my darling. So first tell us for folks who don't know, maybe they're like 21 years old, 18, and they, they haven't seen the movie maybe, or, you know, they weren't around for Tommy's uh, amazing boxing career. But tell us who Tommy is and then tell us the story. Right. right. Tommy, Tommy Morrison, um, if, if you're... Uh, is, is very popular with all generations because he was not only in Rocky V, the movie, as Tommy Gunn, um, but he is also um, a two-time heavyweight boxing champion of the world. And a lot of his videos of his fights are still out there on YouTube. So the new generation is actually focusing on Tommy Morrison. But unfortunately, they're still focusing on the old story that's out there that Tommy Morrison was kicked out of boxing in 1996, that he had HIV, and that he died of AIDS. And as again, I'm bringing the true story to everybody today and saying, no, when he died, he did not have AIDS. And now everybody that is out there saying that he did have HIV AIDS is now being very silent. But I need to still get the true story out there, Dee Dee. Well, isn't that funny how they're being silent? 
I mean, you're doing a good job yeah. then because now they're like, oh, I guess we can't spread the lie anymore. And uh, we have a panel here, Michael, Stephanie, Carmen, and Kurt. You know, and they've got questions, and, and you know, and it's it's just amazing uh, what your late husband accomplished, and how one person or one committee or one rumor stopped it all. Yeah, it's tragic. That's right. Yep, it it is. It's horrible because everybody sees um, a documentary out there, for example, like ESPN Thirty for Thirty, and then walk away with uh, the mentality that Tommy was a bad man and that, you know, he, he did all these wild things and died of AIDS because of it. Well, that's not the truth. And, um, and I have court records, and I'm going to read them to you now, Dee Dee, because I think that they're very important because I am basically the messenger on this. I have spent eight and a half, nine years in the judicial system. When Tommy died, I had them do a post-mortem Um, examination on him because I knew that something would go out in the media and I wanted proof so who did that Trisha who did the who did the autopsy who did the post-mortem report the post-mortem report was done in Omaha Nebraska at the University of uh, Nebraska Medical Center so legitimate and uh, I'm sorry so they would be legitimate right Oh, yeah, big state research institution, definitely. And what did they say? Absolutely, and the lab there is actually a crime lab, and the evidence that they provide to the judicial system is accepted in the court of law. So, you know, so people have got to accept the fact that Tommy's postmortem came back saying he had no abnormalities he had no viral particles, and he had no retroviral budding at all in his system. And retroviruses is the scientific terminology for HIV. So that is what came back two weeks after Tommy died. And obviously the day after Tommy died, um, Tommy died September 1, 2013. On September 2, 2013, the media went crazy and said, oh, you know, Tommy uh, was diagnosed with HIV in Las Vegas on February 10th, 1996, and he died of AIDS, obviously, um, on September 1, 2013. And I'm thinking, no, wait, this isn't right. You know, I'm holding on to a post-mortem report here saying that he never had HIV. So that's what led me into going to Las Vegas and saying, Okay, which one of you guys diagnosed Tommy with HIV? Ah, exactly. So, in, yeah, so I go to the source to find out because I said, you guys had better have good medical malpractice because, hmm. you know, Tommy went through hell all his life thinking that he had HIV. Um, so I went through the judicial system, and I'd like you to hear these court documents because Everybody will say, and they portrayed me as crazy on the ESPN 30 for 30, which I guess is pretty normal, so that you don't um, believe anybody that uh, believe what that crazy person is saying. But I'm going to read you through some court documents, and I want you to listen to them really carefully. Um, the CEO of Quest Labs, which is a lab company in Vegas, his name is Dr. Henry Soloway, and I'm naming names here. I conclude that Mr. Morrison was never infected with HIV virus. 
That is docket number 136, page 9, and it's line 27 to 28. Medical clearance was given to Tommy. If you look at uh, docket number 283, page 26, line 6 till 9, the physician is saying that I did your required licensing exam and found you physically qualified and fit to box at the time. And that is from Dr. Robert Voy. The counsel for Dr. Robert Voy states in court docket 283, page 28, line 14 to 15, it is important for you to understand that Dr. Voy did not diagnose and never has diagnosed Mr. Morrison as HIV positive. And it goes on and on. Um, docket 174, on the 8th of June, 2016, it states plaintiff now recognizes, and I'm the plaintiff, I'm the one suing the commission, says plaintiff now recognizes that neither the state defendants nor the Quest defendants ever diagnosed Mr. Morrison as carrying the HIV virus. And that is docket 174, page 7. Um, and there's more. You know, th this is directly and how much more do you from need? the court. How much more do you need? I mean, these are doctors. I mean, the postmortem report, university reports. How is it still out there? Yeah. And who did this? I mean, why do you think, you know, who was it? Someone clearly had it out for Tommy. Who wanted him out of boxing? I mean, usually you would look at a usual suspect of competition or someone maybe he made angry. And, of course, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. You don't lie about someone's health and kick them out of a sport like, like they did. But who do you think is responsible? Right. Well, he had, Tommy had just signed um, in September of 95, he had signed a three-fight deal with Don King. And as you all know, Don King oh. is Don King. He's supposedly one of the best promoters, right? Um, but his, <laughs> Tommy had just signed his own, <laughs> own deal directly with Don King, a multi-million dollar uh, fight contract. And this fight was the very first fight of the contract. And what's even worse is that Tommy's opponent, which again is not shown on this ESPN 30 for 30 uh, documentary that everybody is taking as gospel, um, it doesn't say to you that his opponent actually was not cleared to fight by his own physician. So that's in court records too. Well, what so, was wrong with him? Know, Why wasn't he cleared, the other fighter? <laughs> Uh, he had sinusitis, and for a boxer to have sinusitis going into a fight is is pretty lethal. You know, you get banged on the nose, you can't breathe, and and it's, a lot of boxers do bail out of fights because of sinusitis. So there's a there's a prescription there from a doctor and the manager from the other opponent saying, "I'm sorry, we won't be able to fight Tommy Morrison," and this is the week before the fight. So walk us through this, Trisha. Walk us through this, because to huh? me, this is crazy. I, I can't even believe it happened. So right. when did That's the right. accusation, when did the falsehood of Tommy Morrison had HIV so he couldn't fight? He was he was knocked out of the fight. I mean, what's the timeline here? And was it, right. who the said that? The timeline was, was February 10th, 1996. And that's a good question. Who said that? Okay, so anybody that's watched ESPN 30 for 30 
we'll see that there is a segment, a scene in that ESPN 30 for 30 where um, somebody who had a contract with Don King, uh, his name is Tony Holden, and his name is actually on ESPN 30 for 30. You'll see him there. He's sitting there and he says to Tommy, I'd, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I have no other way to tell you, but you've got HIV. You failed your test. And who is that? Okay, so no, Tony no, Becca, Holden. Who, who is Tony? Who, who the hell is Tony saying that he's got HIV? What is Was he like Dr. No? Doc, who is Tony? Is he a doctor or a fighter? Who the hell is Tony? He, he, um, Tony Holden is not a physician. No. Okay. Um, so he, he just no goes to the press in... and he says, "You've got he's got HIV." Is that how this rumor mill started? Is this how this disaster started with Tony? Yes. Oh, boy. yeah. And and Tony and Tony Holden says that he was told by the ring by Mark Ratner, who was the executive commissioner for the Nevada Athletic Commission. But in court records, Mark Ratner is saying he never met. Tony Holden by the ring and never told oh, him God. that he had HIV. So, okay, so, so Tony you know, said Mark Ratner, who's a commissioner for the Boxing Commission, and said that he had HIV and Tony told the world. Yes. Oh, that's and crazy. And it's still out there. And, and it's still out there. Yeah, because um, Michael mentioned that 30 for 30, and that sounds like, I sounds like you should sue them. I mean, look, I have no problem. I'll say it the way it is. If they lied and put that together, right. you know, and then, you know, and then you, we make a new movie and make the real story, make a documentary about, about this, because that's right. not right. Who the hell is Tony the it Tiger is, doing this right. to Tommy Gunn Morrison, man? Everybody loves Tommy Gunn. So, you know, there's, there's a court document that is a, it's called Request for Admission. It's number 39, and you have to either admit or deny. And the question to Mark Ratner was, admit in your capacity as an agent, servant, and or employee of the Nevada State Athletic Commission. The Nevada Athletic Commission did not say Tommy tested positive for HIV before the fight on February 10th, 1996 in Las Vegas, Nevada. And he replies, admit. He admits. He never told anybody. So who is this Tony who started all of this? I'm still, like, amazed that Tony said Brett, or not Brett Ratner, sorry, Brett. <laughs> He's a movie guy. Uh, but, but that this Ratner guy told him, and then the Ratner guy said he never met Tony, doesn't know Tony. Where the heck's Tony right now? Where's Tony the Tiger who started all of this? Oh, wait, it could have been Mark, though. It could have been Mark lying. <laughs> Yeah, he could be lying. Yeah, yeah it could um, be Mark or okay. Tony. They're playing the I've blame a... game now. Now or they're in a tennis but, but, match. But then done under it. court order or, you know, it, a document, he said, I didn't do this. Well, of I'm course sorry. he could be lying. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Mark Ratner's Wikipedia page right now, and it is sparse. Whenever it's sparse, you're, you're either a multi-billionaire or you're shady. Yep. And exactly. they gave or him, both. He got, he got in the <laughs> UFC Hall of Fame in 2020. Who the hell was doing anything in 2020? It just Sorry. sounds like to me they're yeah. all jealous of like, here's this really great looking young guy who's a movie star, who's a great boxer. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're in the mood just to mess with them. And it sounds like that's what they did. Here's I've got a question. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, go, go ahead. I got a question. Yeah. Yeah. If Mark Ratner is denying he said that, 
Okay, let's let's. And we know that Nevada, Las Vegas. All right, fine. It's a family place. <laughs> who is actually? Who is actually running the gambling there? Okay, we know that it's nefarious. Yeah, is it the boxing times. commissioner or is it the fighter who's worried about how many calories he's taking and how many push-ups he's doing a day? You know, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I just I see people that are very shady. But don't you think it would seem like the Boxing Commission would want Tommy Gunn Morrison because here's this good-looking guy. I mean, rarely boxers. I mean, I love Mike Tyson, but, you know, he ain't on any calendars, right? (laughs) I mean, but Tommy Gunn Morrison was a beautiful man. And he won all these fights, and people just adored him. So you would think that the Boxing Commission would be all about it, right? You would think. what What about Don King himself? Well, okay. that's, that's a really good question. Um, you know, Don King never even came to Tommy to uh, put his arm around him or even to say, okay, we can work this out. He did nothing. I know, but um, he lost so much he, money. I, I mean, why would, he, why would he not fight for him? Because he was his manager, and he put this multi-million dollar deal together. It doesn't make sense. Well, he was, Don King was actually his promoter, Tommy was self-managed. He did okay. not have a manager. He actually fired his manager six months before this happened. His manager was John Brown. Well, maybe John Brown's in cahoots with Ratner and company. I just feel like, you know, the fix was in with somebody. Allegedly. That's right. All right. It's allegedly. all allegedly. allegedly. Oh, thank you, Michael, yeah, for keeping blanket. me out of trouble. <laughs> I'm just covering us. I mean, the, I UFC, know. the UFC's tied in with... Uh, you know, this uh, Mark Ratner guy, and they're worth billions. They're fighting in the United Arab Emirates. No, I was, I was, no, 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 let me tell you something. A, a fan, I won't say the name, but someone that we talked about being on the show in studio, they warned me. They said, well, you know, you're going against the powers that be. And I'm like, you think I care? I don't care. I'm for this no, widow. this is deep. I'm for the, I'm, you know, I'm for, you know, learning the truth and doing the right thing. I don't care who gets mad. What are you going to do? Come on over. I can spirit a big poly with me. Good luck. Well, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm with Trisha. Can you still? Yeah, I am too. Is ESPN still posting the documentary? Yeah, it is. And they have. So they're not even taking it down. It's brazen. Wow. No. And, and, and you know what, while we're on, while that is a really good question that you asked, and I will publicly say, Didi, if there's any attorney listening to this show today, please, please go after ESPN 30 for 30. Well, you Carmen's an attorney. Carmen. Yeah, Carmen. Carmen's, are, Carmen's on the panel here. She Let's is a Carmen's hot, she here. is a hot woman, powerful, high paid attorney. So she can help you out. Right. Just saying, you, she's right here, right, Carmen? <laughs> Carmen, you could be the attorney for up. Tommy Good. <laughs> and I'm not kidding, Carmen's Carmen, wonderful. You, I'm, I'm you just have to match up the court documents. You just have to match up the court documents with what's been currently showing on ESPN 30 for 30 worldwide. And it's either Mark Ratner, who's committed perjury under oath, yep. or... They are getting out there a story that is not true that needs to come down now because ESPN had access to these court records. 
they brought out this 2017 documentary knowing full well that that scene that they have given time to never happened at the ringside. Um, so this is what's not helping Tommy. And, you know, quite honestly, Carmen, sue them and then donate all the money to the Boxers Retiring Fund and Foundation. Um, I don't want a penny of it, but I just want to see that ESPN 30 for 30 documentary come down because what's on there is um, is defamation. It's They're lie. liable. Yeah, it's a defamation. Um, well, look, Tricia, I've know, not seen it, it has- but... But you know, Michael mentioned it at the top of, of the show. And, you know, and that when he pulled up, I said, I want you all to, to kind of research this. And, uh, you know, and we're on the side yeah. of Trisha. But that's what Michael pulled up, which sucks. Because, yeah. you know, that was yeah. his source. Yeah. And it's a bad source. So, yeah. And Carmen is a hot woman like you. Hot woman attorney. Very powerful. Yeah. Super smart. So, Carmen, you could forget Johnny Depp's attorney. You know, her, his hot attorney. You can be the Tommy Gunn Morrison attorney that fixes it and brings everything to light. So no and, pressure, but I think you should do it. And I would like to say that ESPN is owned by the Walt Disney Company. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, I'm going to keep my and mouth her, shut. <laughs> but And Hearst Communications, 20%. And I think the company founders, yeah. Bill Rasmussen and Scott Rasmussen, and Ed Egan, I think they should have some responsibility here too. For sure. And take down these lies. So, so Carmen, has anybody yeah, made a you. formal request to ESPN to take this down? You know, I made um, a formal request. But you're not an attorney, Tricia. Carmen two- can help you. I know. Carmen's yeah, hot. She's. Producers, and and I have a copy of the email. Um, so basically, you know, their attorneys um, didn't respond back to me. Of and course so they didn't, but they didn't have, have Carmen after them either. It's, yeah, it's such <laughs> bullshit. You probably have to have it notarized by all 50 United States instead of an email. Instead, But, God, what a nightmare. Well, it probably doesn't have yeah. to have quite that much, but there is a difference between sending an email and lodging a formal complaint or making yeah. a formal look and trisha like you and me like so, doing something for so, paul or you doing something for tommy is different than carmen you know who's a very powerful super smart wonderful attorney i mean if she goes after him they're in trouble just saying yeah uh i comment please that, that would be great because so many fans uh would like to see this story the true story back out there you know just for example um, in docket number 140 in, in Federal District Court in Nevada, um, the commissioner says Morrison was not indefinitely suspended on February 10, 1996. Well, that's crazy. I mean, the whole world knows that he got suspended and got kicked out of boxing because he was told he had HIV. But now in court records, docket 140, well, no, you know, we didn't suspend him. And then they also produced in the lawsuit that they had listed the suspension in 2006 without telling Tommy, right, without telling the world, without telling the media, they actually filed a document listing the suspension and changing the suspension to license denied. Well, there's a difference between suspension and denied. Okay, so then I find out, 
I find out uh, by reading their document in this lawsuit, okay, well, what did he get denied for? Well, you know, he failed, um, you know, to provide a negative test for HIV, which is under statute NAC 467.027, section 3B, was law, and it mandated all boxes to provide a negative result. So I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, all right. And so one night, um, I looked up that statute. It didn't even exist in 1996. Oh, my gosh. I had to go to the legislator to, to, to get copies of the documents because the Nevada Commission has to abide by the Administrative Procedures Act and has to have everything done through the legislature before they can enforce a rule. And then finally, in February 25, 2020, the commission says, granted, the 1996 version of NAC 467.027 only provided that a boxer had to establish that they were physically and mentally fit for competition. All right, well, Tommy was physically and mentally fit for competition. And so they've lied throughout the whole lawsuit saying that he had violated NAC 467.027 section 3B. Oh, this is making it me crazy. Exist. It's so All terrible, right. Trisha. It exist. Here's, here's my question oh. to Carmen. I have a hypothetical here. Let's say Mark, for whatever reason, just said, I think Tommy has AIDS. And then but now Tony he's lying, or Tony. now he's like, I never had that conversation. And then, yeah, and then he tells Tony, and then Tony's like, I don't want to box you if you have AIDS. When then ESPN's like, well, Mark said that Tommy had AIDS, and then, and then we ESPN gets sued, and they're like, well, we're just reporting what Mark said. And then Mark's like, well, you guys ran the story. Who's liable here? Like, where does the responsibility fall? in this hypothetical situation. Yeah, so so part of my issue is I have to recuse myself as I've done work for ESPN in the past. Oh, Carmen! Oh, I have recused myself. Ah, um, but, but, you know, with respect to your hypothetical, if yes, you take ESPN with respect out, to the hypothetical, yeah. if we take ESPN out and substitute a different news organization, right? Okay. Um, I mean, like anything Let's else. Let's call that for, news organization. Yeah. Uh, uh, the news organization has to, you know, substantiate and and verify their sources, right? So how you is ESPN getting? Okay, this. How is a okay uh, hypothetically? How does a yeah, news? How does a news, sports news or news or anyone, able to get away with telling lies? Whenever there's legal documentation saying otherwise. Well, so it, it all depends on when they were made aware of that legal documentation, right? So, so they're saying Trisha, they're just in- blowing Trisha off because she's not an attorney, don't you? I feel like she's getting the runaround because of that. And she's polite well, and sweet and they're just messing I, with her. I think even if, you know, even if she has an attorney, they're going to blow anybody off yeah. until, they're, they, they until they have to, have to right. deal with it. And again, and again, we'll do this in hypotheticals because I'm, I can't. Yes. Only hypotheticals, I'm, I'm, of course. News organization. So, right. so, so, news been, so you know, when yeah. they produced it, you know, it, it sounds like these documents had not been discovered yet. This lawsuit had not happened yet. So at the time this was produced, if they can, you know, show that they verified their sources at the time, okay. then, you know, that that's that's that section. Now, if we come forward and 
a news organization is made aware that evidence that they relied on to create something, a documentary, you know, new information has been discovered. And let's and say Trisha they discovered- And Trisha has all in, of that. Okay, okay, well, let's some say fake it was woman, whatever. when it was discovered. So now it's been seven years that they've been made aware that this is false. And it's still so, on. Yeah. So, you know, are there's a lot of issues that could come up here, but but making it a hypothetical and not making it this actual story. Yes, it's a hypothetical. You know, every, okay, all, let's say the way, I'm yeah. the host. Everything's a hypothetical <laughs> right now. Okay, officially. Yep. No, so so you know, a news organization has has the responsibility, right? Okay. Now, how legal that gets, you know, is for the lawyers to fight. But but, you know, there is a responsibility to report the truth, right? That we have we have freedom of the press, but not freedom of the press to tell to lie and no, they're know, slandering whatever. him. They're slandering yeah. the the well, they're slandering and that him. and that's the slippery slope that they're on right now, right? So so you know obviously people need to be made aware and and what people are doing here are is that um but but I don't think it has to do with the personality that's reaching out to a news organization. You know, their attorneys are going to fight for them until they have to do otherwise right so so i mean it's something that so uh, carmen what will force their hand the hypothetical news the news organization what would force what their would hand force a news organization's hand that's yeah a lawsuit well okay and it seems Good. like that I've... starts with lodging a formal complaint so yeah I... so, so one would you know if one believes a news organization now has you know would under reasonable belief would now have information that a story that they ran may not be factually correct uh one would think for if for no other reason for ethical reasons they would have you know at least a duty to, to make a correction right i mean i'm thinking there and, are millions at stake here because that keeps oh, running no, no 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 look look it's it's i mean there are so many levels that this kind of situation can go to right i mean because if the story keeps rerunning each republication is and it's a lie each, lie 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 right, each slander is seen you could be you know could have fine you know financial repercussions if it's and even for trisha right? i think for her and i know this as a widow you know here she is she has to deal with this day in and day out this is crap you know, she shouldn't have to deal with this yeah. suffering and a bullshit. A plaintiff's attorney would be also filing tortious claims such as intentional and negligent infliction of emotional totally. stress. I mean, there's a whole handful of arguments that, you know, one would see, you know, for each side. I, I, right. I don't know the facts of this particular case from each side, right? And I'm not going to pretend to. Um, and in the hypothetical, they're going to delay, delay, delay. They're going to say, whoa, we well, didn't Disney's know about got, this. You know, they've, they've got a ton of cash. Yeah. So they're just, you know, so if it's not an attorney or a big law firm, they're going to say, blah, 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 whatever. We're going to keep running this broadcast, even though we know or we don't know or we don't care if it's true because and, it gets a lot what? of followers. I wear, I wear the hat as a director, and I even know one of the 30 for 30 ESPN directors. And that guy's a spineless dweeb. You know what a director is going to do? They're going to say, I'll just cut it out. 
Simple. Oh, that part's not true. We'll I just think it it's out. disgusting. I mean, look, I yeah, believe Trisha. I believe wait, Trisha. She's wait, she's got. You know what? You, you know what? That is perfect because if they cut out two scenes, one scene being the scene where he's at the ring and Mark Ratner is telling him something that Mark Ratner says he's, it, it didn't happen. Well, there you go. Just cut that out. That's Fiction. fine. Fiction. Right. And then the next scene would be the scene where Tony Holden is telling Tommy, oh, I've no, got no other way. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. You've got HIV. Let's just take those two scenes out, right? And then what kind of story have you got left with? He was never told he had HIV, and he was never kicked out of boxing. Okay, so ESPN, 30 for 30, what's the rest of your story about then? See, it seems like to yeah. me that there's a huge lawsuit here because – Trisha, I mean, you know, I'm not a lawyer. I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, if I, as a widow, as I understand this, if somebody told lies about Paul, I would go crazy. I would go crazy. I would sue the, you know what, out of them over and over again. I'd get everybody on it. And Trisha is working so hard to do these things, and, and they are ignoring her. They're not paying attention to her. So I'm like, okay, well, let's fight fire with more fire. Well, do yeah, the own documentary, do our own movie, slander. do the whole thing. And you then know? The, this one guy is he's getting awards from the UFC going into the Hall of Fame. How are you in the this, Hall of Fame right. for UFC here's, if you're allegedly making up lies, ruining other well, look, fighters? Well, you know, careers. you want, look, That's here's the thing. Know. Here's the thing. ESPN is one of the few parts of Disney that's actually bringing bringing money in right now. Seriously. And you know that that and 30 for 30, whatever it is, people are interested because they love Tommy Gunn or love to hate him either way, but he is iconic. So people are watching that. That's why they don't want to take it down yeah. because they're making money from it. And how you get at the expense money. of poor Tommy and Trisha. And how, yeah. But you know you what? Get... If they just cut the scenes that but Trisha But then it's not salacious or fine. interesting anymore. Yeah. They, they yeah. don't want to do well, that. No, it still is because at the top of the show, I said, I love the documentary. I had to go somewhere, so I paused it. And then when I came back and finished it, they're like, oh, then he got AIDS and died. And I'm like, wait, what? What? <laughs> That's Why horrible. Why would you even do a documentary? Like, it's, like the documentary is good because it's about Tommy. You see him in Oklahoma boxing, and he's winning the Golden Gloves, and then he's like, whoa, I get a title shot. And then he wins the top. That's that's what makes it. Yeah, but I think there's definitely a lifetime movie here. I told Trisha that, and I'd help her any way I could. I don't want any money. I don't want any whatever. But you know, but this this is is totally a lifetime movie or a documentary. This is total crap. It's the why. It's 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 finding out who said it and why. And nobody's admitting it now. Oh, you know, because you know how cockroaches are. When the light comes on, they all scatter, don't they? Father Kirk, you've been very quiet. I want to know what your thoughts are. Me? Father Kurt. Oh, Father Kurt. <laughs> I, I, I've just been listening, and I keep thinking this this would make a really good mystery uh, story, uh, a kind of almost a whodunit, because yeah. who's doing what and why? Uh, yeah. And of course, whenever whenever you, I mean, the, you only had to mention Don King, and it's sort of like, okay, <laughs> there's there's problems right that, there, yeah, Rick, yeah. because because whether he's on your side or not, he's it's such drama. a a hot button uh, character. He's someone that people could be going after Tommy to be going after him. 
on yeah, the other and, hand, he yeah. could also be involved in it. So, so you, yeah. you never know yeah. in that, that direction. So, so this could become a real, not just, just in terms of what you've been talking about, a real mystery behind the scenes. And that's what yeah. I've been sitting here thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, actually. In any investigation, you always have to follow the money. And that usually oh, leads yeah. you to, to what, what has happened, right? What the real yeah. story is. And I would, I would guess it's not Don King because Don King always follows the money. He's like, all right, who's getting attention? I'm going to promote this fight. I'm going to blow it up and maybe take a little more than I should. <laughs> you know, just but, to be but fair. was he given money on the other side? With well, longer, good point, with, Kurt. With, with, with a longer uh, possibility. Good point. He, he could he have been bought him. off. Because he wasn't uh, the manager. Boy, does he that wasn't make the sense? Manager, as, as, as we were just told, he was only the promoter. But and, with, yeah, with Don yeah. King, he, he, he typically was, takes more on the he, back end. Yeah. Than yeah. He but yeah. sorry, I didn't want to mean right. to interrupt, he, Tricia. Yeah. Um, so just to, uh, on February 10th, 1996, they interviewed Don King, and the only thing that he mentioned on that night was when Mike Tyson's next fight was. See, his other and, you know, and Trisha, I saw a video with Mike Tyson saying, hey, same, some doctor said that Tommy Gunn Morrison had something going on and blah, blah. And he's like, some doctor said, and then nobody knew who the doctor was. Saying that Tommy was going to be right. out, but nobody knew. I mean, nobody knows who said what. It's like my there are no specifics here. My inference is it's not Don it's King. Ridiculous. Don King would want to see Tommy box Tyson, and he would want to promote it. That's what Don King would want. He wouldn't be any involved in anything. Unless, like what Kurt said, he got paid off. You know, like he got paid off from the other side. Whoever the other side yeah. is. Who is the other side? I don't get it. See, to me, I'm just amazed at this because I would think they would love to have this good-looking, big guy, you know, Tommy Gunn Morrison. That would help boxing. How wonderful is that? But there was a problem somewhere. Somebody sent the fish, like, you know, like Luca Brazzi sleeping with the yeah. fishes. You know, yeah. my husband oh, yeah. only played a mafia guy, but I learned a lot from that. There's some mafioso BS going on here. Somebody wanted Tommy out. Who was you it? And that's the who done it. Yeah. That's you the who done it. Like Carmen said, follow the money. Follow the money. So, because because there could be money with Tommy, but there could be more money somewhere else. That and we're not who seeing. would that be? That's the question. And that, yeah. Kurt, you were so smart to say it's like he who done it. But this is intriguing. So many people follow the story. And to Trisha's credit, she will not let it go. And I want to help her all I can. You know, any contacts I have and look, and of course I have a soft spot for her because I would just, oh, I can't even imagine when somebody said something untrue like that yeah. about Pa, I'd cry every day, every minute. I can't even imagine. So she it's, deserves to right. have justice. Tommy deserves to have justice. And clearly there's something wrong here. And I'm telling you, yesterday I was warned to get involved. I'm like, forget you. You clearly don't know me. I don't care. I as don't someone, care. What are y'all going to do with the Boston Commission? Like what? Like uh, Ratner's coming after me? Go ahead. Good luck. Good luck. As someone who has, who has gone after a certain very large company quite a bit in the last few years, they will feel it. They will feel it. Okay. And it's that's gaining traction. Yeah. Trisha's doing a good job. You know, people are interested. It needs, this needs to be a 10 episode Netflix series. And it would go Tiger King level. 
I yeah. agree. Seems to be hunting right. down who it is. It's Trisha, like, right, I told you that. There's a movie Tony here, Holden a doc here, Ratner, something. Who's lying? And then who you let lied? the people decide. You get the interviews. So you say, okay, well, then who? And then we get our other characters. Then we pull everybody now, else Now, because let me in. tell you something. There's someone, I won't say the name, but they wanted to be here in the studio. But I think they were told because they work in the industry, don't do it. And I'm like, I don't care. I think, you know, you know, I'm sick of cowards. Don't be yeah. a coward. Do the right thing. Look, Trisha is fighting yeah. for the legacy of her husband, of her late husband, and clearly he was not treated right. She was not treated right. I'm sick of it. I think it's crap. I think it needs to come up. I'm sitting here thinking if we did a Netflix series, a 10-episode Netflix series, Don King would sign up to play. (laughs) He would do it. Probably. (laughs) Probably. But Trisha would get signed off from everybody, you know, of everybody, of course. So, I mean, look, you know, and I told her that. I said, look, I'll help you like a movie or documentary or whatever because there is something here for sure. No doubt about it. Mm -hmm. I just want to help that, you know, Tommy Gunn Morrison was not treated right, was lied about. I mean, look, you've got legal documents. Okay, and we'll say allegedly whatever to cover all of us. But this isn't right. Everyone knows that looks right. at it now. It's not right. And Trisha keeps fighting and fighting and fighting, and I <laughs> admire her for that because I so get it as a widow to protect my husband's legacy, to protect her husband's legacy, I want to help her, and I want her to have her movie and her time and time and have it because this is not right. And no. it kind of reminds me. It's, I have it's to not t- right. It's, it's not, not right. So I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning about a week ago, and I saw the movie Spotlight. Do you know what that's about? I do, yeah. yeah. It's about the uh, Boston, uh, city of Boston and the um, Catholic Church and the, the corruption in Boston and it made me think of this. And that movie won a ton of Academy Awards, and nobody wanted to touch it. Nobody wanted anything to do with it. Remember? In the movie, because it was about priests. And, you know, it's a different topic, but it's sort of the same vein. It's sort of the same mission of getting the truth out. It's not right. right. Those priests would abuse these yeah. kids, and people knew about it, but they covered it up. Yeah, because the they guy wanted... at the Boston Globe, how he uncovered it was he established that it was a pattern because he showed that it was a code. He said, right. all right, this code means you move the priests and you cover it up. And right. And found that code. But and that I... code's somewhere in here, too. If this guy that yes. lied about Tommy is uh, getting a Hall of Fame award at the UFC, that's big money. Exactly there. my point about big the money. movie Spotlight. So nobody yeah. wanted to do it. Nobody wanted to touch it. It was very sensitive. Just like this guy said, well, you know, the powers of B won't like this. You have to be careful. And I'm like, screw you. Like, I care. I'm, I don't care. I'm going to do the right thing. This look, is not the, right. Look, this is none not of this, right. None of this should, should, uh, should surprise any of us that an establishment, a uh, the establishment in, in boxing is corrupt. It has been for a long time. Well, and maybe, some people would say the Catholic maybe. Church too. That's my point, Stephanie. I'm trying to make the core, and it's it's yeah. it's the same but different. But still, the point is when there is an injustice, and you have a big, you know, I'm sorry, Father Kurt. I don't want to offend you, but <laughs> but spotlight in the movie, they did have documentation of kids being abused. And nobody, everybody wanted to cover it up. They wanted to cover it up. They wanted to cover it up. But then finally, 
the facts came out, just like what's, what's going on here with Tommy, and what Trisha's bringing out. It's like, look, the facts are there. Come on. Nobody oh, wants to admit it. This is You're never crap. going to offend me by, by attacking those who are doing heinous things. Right. I think there's a special level in the hell that I don't want to exist. I still want it to exist for certain people like right. this. Right. But to attack the boxing community, to, ta to attack the church, but when you have facts after facts after facts, and just like in a movie Spotlight, Trisha, and I want to encourage you, we've got a few minutes left, and tell you that I know... We are going to have a movie, a documentary, something that is going to get the truth out. I'm telling you, we are on your side. It's going to happen. You've got an army of supporters. And when the spotlight sh uh, show and when they were trying to expose these priests that were abusing, and it's the same but different, but the, it's different story, but it's the same situation, meaning that there are people that are trying to protect. They're trying to protect a community that's screwed up. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're trying to protect the boxing yeah. community. They yeah. screwed up. They know they screwed up, and they're, that's why they're calling you crazy. You're not crazy. You're devoted. You're a devoted widow. You got the truth on your side. We know it. You have an army of people know it, and we want to help you with that. So I brought up Spotlight because Thank that you. was a movie that in the beginning was very controversial. Nobody wanted to touch it. However, in the end, it won the right. Academy Award. A lot um, of awards. Yeah. The thing, the thing and, about and, it is, and I, go on, Trisha. Um, and yeah, going through the judicial system, it was uh, a very interesting um, journey. And the last part of it, which was even more interesting when I was at the US Supreme Court a couple of months ago with my documents, where the defendants have to respond back and do their reply, the test that they used in Las Vegas was a $25 test and was never FDA approved. Which is nothing. And that's what came out after, and that's what came out after eight and a half, nine years. And it's, it's called an LDT, a, labo a laboratory developed test. And there are no clinical trials to show that that test even detects HIV. Um, so, you know, when people say, well, why didn't he take that test again? Why didn't, you know, well, he did. He kept you know, Patricia, let me ask you something. That never FDA approved. Right. No, well, obviously that's BS. And now that we're dealing with the pandemic and all that, I won't even get into that. I mean, and I hate to, I'm afraid to even ask you, but was Fauci involved? <laughs> why do I think he might be? Yeah. He was. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. Oh, I know we've only got a few minutes, but I'm going to beg the boss for more time. Tell us how Fauci was involved, please. I'm begging you. All right. Um, okay. Tommy knew Fauci. Fauci knew Tommy. Um, HIV AIDS uh, came out 40 years ago, and the test were very similar to the COVID test. Oh, well, we know how example, accurate those the, are, don't we? Wow. Oh, okay. my gosh. So, the, um, so again, if, you, if you're looking at ESPN 30 for 30, you know, there's one part there where there's a, a, a doctor in a, in a white coat, but they don't name him. He's the only person that's no, not named. Well, I'm going to give you his name. His name is Dr. Bodner. 
And How do you spell it? Let's get it out there, buddy. What's your name? Dr. B- what? Loser? B-O- Dr. Bodner, B-O-D-N-E-R. And Dr. Bodner's testing that he used was a PCR test. Okay. Now, Tommy knew Carrie Mullis, who invented the PCR test. And before Carrie Mullis died, just before COVID, um, Carrie Mullis told him that the PCR test does not detect viruses. So I had received an email directly from Roche Diagnostics uh, on that test, the PCR test. And there is a disclaimer that people just don't know about in the packet insert that actually clears the pharmaceutical company where they say that where they say that that test cannot be used to detect or diagnose a virus or HIV infection. And Fauci knows that. Here we go. You know, but he made a ton of cash. He made a ton of cash off of all of this. So why did I know he was involved? So Trisha, we don't have a lot of time left, uh, but I have to tell you that, you know, knowing that Fauci was involved and then with the pandemic, that sort of thing, you know, test, 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 test. I don't trust them. Sorry. Uh, You know, there's been a lot of like, you know, they've had like five tests. 15 boosters and they still get COVID. So back in the day, back then, when they didn't even know, and I feel like it was like a negative against gays. And I don't know if Tommy had gay sex. I don't think he did. I don't know. Did he? And it doesn't matter. I don't care who, what you do or whatever. No, no he did not. Right. He did not. But no. don't you, I just feel like at the time there was this terrible, terribly negative stigma against HIV against like you know if you were gay and I feel like you know I don't know I just feel like maybe there's something here that was uh you know they were just being negative against gay people or something which I think you should find love anywhere I think gay straight whatever you want to do but I just feel like the stigma was so strong then that they felt that it was so interesting and powerful but I don't know maybe that was part of it as well which is total crap the Dallas the Dallas Buyers Club film does a good job of addressing that and the bad guy in that movie is Fauci which people seem to forget yeah and <laughs> why do I feel and, you know and it, it just popped in my mind is Fauci involved in this as well and then Trish is like yeah Fauci was involved I'm not shocked you know yeah and and I'm just going to read you something that the judge himself had said in 2016 in a hearing, he said, we wouldn't even be having this discussion if the test was specific for the existence of the virus or not. That's obviously why there's even the possibility of a claim. The test didn't test for the virus. And that's what? signed off by Honorable Judge Richard S. Bullware II. Well, then what was the test 8, for? Oh, I'm going to, I just, I can't, I'm so angry right now. So what? Well, so I just what, thought what, of something what, else. So what was advocate. the test for? See, I feel like people were angry against gays, which is crap. I feel like you know the testing was BS, which is crap. And you know there was jealousy with Tommy Gunn Morrison, which is crap. I mean, you know this is all, all you know. This is just a crazy situation, and the truth needs to come out clearly. I think there were so. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was like one or two, but this is like. 
30, 40, 50 problems with this story. There's no way right. this happened. Right. You know, and then another thing, when you finish watching that ESPN 30 for 30, it, it says, but the mother said he had HIV. Who's the mother? What and mother? He, Tommy's mother. I mean, they make a big point. Did of she say that? that? In this. No, she didn't actually come out and say that. But if you look at That's the way that scene. they find. Yeah. Girlfriend, you've got a movie. We're happy to help you with it. We've got a lot of Hollywood people here that want to help you. I mean, I'm so angry. I'm so angry about this. It's not right. It's not right at all. I'm sorry you've had to go through this. You know, you've got the facts on your side. You've got the truth on your side. That's what matters. And that's why I I compared it to Spotlight. Because even though nobody went and touched it and took years and years and years, but in the end, they won the Academy Award. They're like, wow, they were right. They you were right. You know who another right. advocate, I bet, would be on Tommy's side is Muhammad Ali's family. I bet they have a lot to say about right. the Boxing Commission. Well, well you know be. what's funny is that Muhammad Ali um, also went to the U.S. Supreme Court. There have been two boxers in the history of boxing that have reached the Supreme Court. One is Muhammad Ali, and one is Tommy Morrison, right? So definitely, yeah, there needs to be a Tommy Morrison act like there was a Muhammad Ali act. But, yeah, you're right. Well, and, yeah, like get an interview with Layla Ali in the uh, documentary, too. Because, I mean, it's – Yeah. I mean, until you watch – just for example, until you watch a documentary about the FDA, only then are you like – you're like, okay, wow, (laughs) Yeah, FDA. Yeah, bogus. Yeah. So yeah. same with the boxing yeah. commission. You're like, oh, oh, okay. No, it's time yeah. to take them out. It's time. It is. It, I, you know, I'm angry about it. You know, the, Trisha's been fighting for this. It's the right thing. She's got the truth on her side. I think. I think it's horrible, and she has suffered and suffered, suffer. And Tommy, you know, you know, he he is gone now, but his legacy should be correct. It should not be this. Ratner told Tony the Tiger or something, and then he's got AIDS, so he can't buy. What is that? That is such crap. And now, and they're right. all scattering. Nobody will say anything. Nobody will stand by their word because you know what? They didn't know what they were talking about, or they got bought out, or something. But it stinks. Right by the curtain, then we got to go. Yeah, right. keep keep on going for the truth and keep telling the story. That I think that is going to be the most important thing to winning what they would call the hearts and minds of people. If they can connect to the story and there's a really great yeah. story there, that is that that's the legacy. This the legacy is the story. Matricia, well, we're well, here for lodge you. that formal complaint so that you can stake the claim and um and then I bet Didi could help follow up on that no we're going to go hollywood we're just going to do it you know screw 30 30 blah blah whatever espn did we'll do our own deal they'll be sorry they ever did that stupid ass story and you know and i believe in fate the stars have aligned the widows will you know unite and this is not right and i can tell that so i feel very strongly about that so i'm going to help trisha we'll bring all our crew together you know how we do and we'll put together a movie or a documentary to get the truth that. And it's going to happen, Tricia. You know, I felt this. I believe in fate. 
We're yeah. with you, Trisha. We're not going to let it go. And I'm seeing online you have an army of fans. Let us do this for you. We will. Tommy Gunn Morrison. He has a wonderful legacy, a lovely widow, and we're going to help you. We love you. At Drinks with Dee Dee, we're with you. And the truth always comes out. That's right. Love you. Yeah. The truth prevails. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. We'll be sitting in those director's chairs at the movie. And and Ratner, I don't know. Ratner will be in an island somewhere and say, I know nothing. I know nothing. I know nothing. Okay, we'll let him say that. That's okay. We're going to be Mama. Don't worry. (laughs) Right. Love you, girl. Love you. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. Love you, too. Oh, and Trisha. Yes. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.